Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hi, and welcome to the 10 Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business trainer, author of Food Truck 101 Beginner to Winner, and the forthcoming book, Food Truck 201 Get Off the Truck. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. This weekend, we had a tragedy in the food truck world. A very new food truck owner had an explosion happen inside her trailer. Fire officials have made no official determination yet, but most likely are going to end up blaming propane. Witnesses confirmed a strong propane smell just prior to the explosion. Luckily, only one person was hurt. That was the owner of the food trailer. She sustained severe burns and was flown to a burn unit. Her condition has not yet been made public as I record this. The trailer was attending a seafood festival in Vero Beach, Florida, and luckily the food trucks were not packed together like sardines. Otherwise, there would have been a whole lot more damage and a whole lot more injuries. When a tragedy happens, people seek to place blame. Placing blame allows people to stop living in the fear of the same thing happening to them. They say, so-and-so is to blame and that would never happen to me because... And then they fill in the blank with some blame prevention activity like, I'm smart, I would never allow propane to build up like that. I would never buy from a builder that's cheap like that one. The first blame is always placed at the builder's feet. I've seen so many assumptions on who built this particular trailer and the lack of quality. I have yet to see a verification from an official source of who built the trailer, although we all have our suspicions. It is easy to blame the builder. Auto manufacturers, after all, recall cars every single day. Perhaps the same oversight is required for food truck builders and food trailer builders. Oh, but wait. That'll drive up the cost and slow down the process even more than it already is. The second blame is always placed at the feet of the owner. And I've seen many folks say she was too new to know what to do. I've seen other folks say that something had to have been left on. It was her fault. I've seen other people say she was just too cheap and should have bought a better quality trailer. And I've seen people say they will never use propane because of this. The blame game fixes nothing. I've had clients call me the same day as when they picked up their trailer and they forgot the propane instructions they were given only hours before. Or they call me and say they got the trailer home and go out to light everything to practice on it and nothing lights the same way as it did when they were at the manufacturer's office. The transit changed the adjustments of the pilot lights or the knobs. So movement affects your equipment. No one's to blame. People do not know what they do not know. Racing to blame a person or a company simply does not fix the issue. The issue is lack of knowledge. Way too many people are buying a food truck or a food trailer right now and they have zero experience, let alone detailed knowledge of generators or propane. And this weekend has proven the lack of knowledge is dangerous. In my courses, on my Facebook group and on my website is a safety checklist. And that checklist includes how to make sure that your trailer is safe for transit. And I have things listed such as checking out the hitch, 
to make sure it's secured properly. If you have safety chains to make sure they're secured properly. To make sure there's no rust. How do the welds look? How does the actual ball on the trailer hitch look? How does the receiving part on the towing vehicle, how does it look? The tires have no signs of cracks or tears and they have good tread. The door latches are secured and in place to prevent stuff from sliding around. The wheel bearings, have they been greased? What was the last date they were greased? Is the fire extinguisher in date? Is the hood system in date? What's the air pressure on the tires, both the left and the right set of tires? Do the lights all work? The turn indicators, the brakes, the backup, all of those light systems work. Did you test the electric brakes? Is there an anti-theft device? Is it turned on or turned off? And then we talk about utilities. Fresh water tank. Is it full and open? you got to have fresh water. Is the waste tank empty and is it off before you start to travel? When was the last time those tanks were sanitized? And when was the last time they were flushed? Now here's the important things. Propane and generator safety. When was the last time a system pressure check was done on the propane system? Is there enough propane to last the day? Because a lot of damage can happen when you run out of propane and then you realize everything's turned off, but you forget to actually turn the knob. So you just run out and grab a new tank, connect it, and then guess what happens? You just flooded your trailer with propane because there's nothing to burn it off. You got to check all the hoses and all the connections. You got to be looking for leaks. It's not something you just do every once in a while. It's something you should be doing every single day that that trailer is moved because everything inside the trailer is flexing and moving and bouncing and vibrating. All it takes is a little pinhole to create a problem. Is the propane tank securely attached to the trailer? And then is the cage that the thing is wrapped in, is it securely attached? I've had people that have driven and the propane tank shift just enough to hit the bracket that's holding it in place and snap the bracket off. Every time you travel, you want to turn off the propane. You want to turn off every piece of equipment. If each piece of equipment has an on-off valve, turn that off and then turn it off at the tank. And then when you go to turn it back on, you do that in reverse order. Turn on the tank and you're smelling. Do I smell a leak? Then you turn on each individual piece of equipment one at a time as far as the on-off valve for each piece of equipment. And again, you're smelling and looking for leaks. And then once all the propane lines are turned on, then you turn on each piece of equipment one piece at a time to make sure there's no leaks, to make sure there's no propane pouring out and filling up your trailer or your food truck. Now to make your life even more protected, get yourself a CO2 detector and get yourself the propane detectors. And those things are ridiculously annoying because when they find sufficient levels of either CO2 or propane, they go off and they stay making the awful racket until you either clear them or you get the propane situation taken care of. See, there's safety equipment out there available to people. Most manufacturers don't put it on because it kicks up the cost. But that doesn't absolve you of protecting yourself and going out and buying one after market and installing it. You can go to an RV dealership. Most likely they've got them. Because you know what? Every RV out there runs off of what? Propane. They even make refrigeration that runs off of propane. So everybody has an RV dealership not too far away. Get yourself those propane detectors. Get yourself a CO2 protector. Take care of yourself. Now this download I have is available on my group. It's free. All you gotta do is just download it. There is no reason for someone to go out and blow themselves up. You gotta take the precautions. You gotta do what's necessary to educate yourself to become not only a profitable business, but a safe business. Because had that particular explosion done more than just destroy the trailer, say it had killed two or three fairgoers, say it had damaged two or three other food trucks, maybe even injured those folks, there's not enough insurance going to cover that. 
because there's going to be lawsuit upon lawsuit. And lawsuits like to blame as many people as they can. So it's not one of those where the insurance company is just going to sign a check and it all goes away. You're in business. Protect your business. Protect your assets. Figure out what you need to do to be safe. Take a class. A lot of propane companies will give a class in propane safety. Propane is not the issue. The issue is lack of knowledge. The issue is lack of understanding. And the issue is not caring. So if you want to be safe, go learn. Have someone teach you how to do it right. But by all means, do not just turn it on and hope you know what you're doing. Cooking in the backyard is nothing like operating a trailer. Because you know what? In the backyard, you can't confine the gas. It just dissipates into the air. Inside a trailer, it has nowhere to go. But collect enough of it and create a spark. And then you have what this poor lady dealt with. An explosion and burns. Thank you guys so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members. And as I said earlier, we actually have a checklist to help you stay safe with your food truck business. We have a whole bunch of awesome members and they all are there to help you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I've got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.